keep an open mind as far as the industries you're discovering and keep an open mind as far as the financing options that are out there. A lot of the times folks come to me and say, SBA, which is fine. Come to find out they're sitting on retirement funds that they're just forgetting about and they can fund that entire business debt and interest free. So that is Sarah Vrancic. She's a senior funding consultant with Benetrends. And for two years running, Benetrends has been a preferred vendor for the International Franchise Association. Now, what Sarah's talking about are some of your options, one of your options. She's going to lay out some other options you have as well to start a franchise to get the funding. Now, you're listening to the CloseTheDeal.com podcast. I'm your host, Joel Smith, and this is a special episode of Your First Franchise. And if you've got that entrepreneurial itch, it's time. You know it's time to get into the franchise business. Check out yourfirstfranchise.com. Now let's dive in. Sarah, I want to welcome you to the CloseTheDeal.com podcast. This is a special edition of the Your First Franchise episode. Where are you based, Sarah? Where are you based? I am based right outside of Philadelphia, but the locals would hate if I say that. So I'm in Chestnut Hill, PA. Okay. So this is my one of my favorite questions to ask. In Philadelphia, I've got a dear friend from Philly. She was a chef, one of the famous restaurants there. What is your favorite place when you bring in a client out and you want to do business? If you, yeah. Where would you take that person? Absolutely. So we're a little bit spoiled here in Philly. We have our fair share of different cuisines, but I personally would take a client to a place called Zahav, which mm -hmm. is right in the city. And it's one of, if not the top Mediterranean, Middle Eastern restaurants in the city, I would say, maybe even in the country. And sometimes people might stray away from that, but it, it has something for everyone there. It's absolutely delicious. And the ambiance really just takes it to that next level. So if you're ever in Philly, go to Zahav. It might take a month or two to get a reservation, but it's worth it. <laughs> oh, Holy yeah. Wow. All right. My favorite question is what, who or what are you grateful for from the past that helps you get you where you are today? Sure. Yeah, I, absolutely. This is my favorite question. Rather than focusing on who, I would say what. And I am very grateful, might be a hot take, but I'm grateful for the adversity that I've experienced throughout life. I think adversity is vital in life. And obviously that can look different for everyone, right? Adversity might look different from you and I. But one thing that's consistent, I think, about adversity is that it takes you out of your comfort zone, mm -hmm. no matter who you are. It teaches you how to problem solve. It teaches you that life isn't fair sometimes and how to be resilient and teaches you to look at things from different perspectives and other, other than your own. So I think all of those things mixed together, sugar, spice, and everything nice is those traits are the key to success really in any role. So adversity, I would say. Is there something that formed that opinion? Oh, wow. Uh, a lot. So, you know, every family has their fair share of abuse, substance abuse, alcohol, drugs, what have you. I have a, a long kind of line of alcoholism in the family. So that can totally, you know, switch up your life. Again, it looks different from everyone. But dealing with that, I think, really molded me to who I am today. My work ethic, my personality, my people skills. As funny as that may sound, but that's no, it, No, it doesn't sound funny at all because it's, it's how people respond to situations that it's either how they respond to either a blessing or a curse, right? Exactly. How you turn it around to be. 
to go forward. To make that makes sense. All right. So what is the problem that you help? So we're talking franchising yes. and fra people who are considering getting a franchise. What is the problem that you help in the company that you're with uh, people solve? Sure. Yeah. So I'm with Benetrans Financial. We quote ourselves as the catalyst for franchise funding. We navigate and educate both new and existing entrepreneurs through different funding options available to them and really assist in coming up with that funding strategy that's going to work best for not only their business needs, but their personal needs and goals as well. So that's really where we come in. And financing is a big part of the whole thing, right? So that piece of the puzzle is super strategic to hit the ground running and be successful with your business or franchise. So what... It when somebody comes to you, what are you looking for, I guess, from a, from a perspective of who can you work with? What makes sense financially? What are the parameters you look for? It was, I guess, obviously, it depends upon how, what the investment level is for the franchise. Just lay out the top tier things, and then we can go through the different options. Sure, absolutely. And yeah, you're exactly right. That's definitely a loaded question, depending on what options is going to be available to them. But I think... Surface level, our approach is consultative and educational. So when folks ask who is the perfect candidate, it's really hard to say. If they have some liquid funds, that's always great. A credit, a higher credit score above 680 in most cases puts you in a good spot for some loan programs. Anyone with that entrepreneurial spirit maybe has a little cash on their hands or a good credit history. But again, if, if they don't have anything to their name, I'm still here to walk them through what steps they can take to get them where they need to be. How do you help somebody in that situation? The last one. Yes. For example, credit. That, mm. that could be a big issue. And a lot of the lenders out there that we work with, most of them require a 680 or higher. So if I can't help someone, if they have no cash to their name, maybe they were just laid off, they got hit with their credit score. We have a bunch of different references within our community that we're happy to share with those candidates. No obligation to them, but I don't like leaving anyone empty handed. So whether it be credit repair, maybe they need an accountant to get their orders, finances in order and setting them up with what that could look like to get them where they need to be. Maybe they need to save up some cash. So really just not leaving them empty-handed, I would say. We have some internal resources that we work with in the industry. Okay. Let's go down the top. Let's go down to the top items, areas that you do help people with. Sure. Where they meet the requirements of the franchisor, because obviously the franchisors have their requirements as well. And then if they meet those requirements and they're interested in the franchise, now it's time for them to start to pre-qualify, begin the process with you. Where do you begin with clients like that? Yeah, great question. One thing I'd like to start off the conversation with is net worth is thrown around in the industry, right? Franchisors are looking for X amount of net worth and they'll send over a candidate. Hey, they have a million in net worth. Come to find out that's just their house. They don't have any cash to their name. They don't have any credit. Net worth is, a, I wouldn't say a myth, but just a term that gets thrown around and, and that people think it holds a lot of weight, which in some cases it does, but in some cases it doesn't. It's hard, but depending on the program they go with, um, first things first, we open up the first initial conversation, super casual and educational. I give them, I ask them about some background about them, 
how they got interested, where they are in the process. I give a brief background about Lenatrends and where we fit into this whole puzzle. And then I go through what's called, I like to call it a 30,000 foot overview financial snapshot. And I take them through a list of maybe five or six questions, total ballpark numbers. I don't need exact figures, but items like what are your liquid funds, cash on hand? What kind of investments do you have? Maybe a brokerage account of some sort, any retirement with the current or previous employer. Maybe you have some IRAs laying around. What's the equity look like? Are you even a homeowner? Credit score, ballpark of annual income. And if they're willing to share those numbers with me, I'll get an overview of really how I can navigate that conversation. And for example, if someone doesn't have cash on hand and they have a lot of retirement, they might think they have no options on the table, but that opens up a whole other can of worms. So once we get that snapshot, we're really, I'm really able to navigate them through what options are best for them. And if for some reason, none of them in our portfolio work for them, again, certainly won't leave them empty handed. Let me pop in here for one second. At the end of this episode, I'm going to share a franchise concept that may be of interest to you that has pretty good returns. Now back to the show. Okay. So what are the different programs that you are? Yeah, absolutely. So Benetrans Financial, we've been in franchising for 41 years. We started with franchising. We helped a gentleman acquire the very first Amco Transmissions franchise back in the 80s, 1983. And we helped him do that by using our uh, unique funding method that's a hidden gem outside of franchising, widely known as the ROBS program. And this is short for Rollover for Business Startup. And the founder of our company, Len, and his wife, Cheryl, uh, are the pioneers of this program. So we broke the mold back in the 80s with the ROBS program, which is a funding mechanism, a self-funding program where individuals can access pre-tax funds, oftentimes not tied to a current employer, and they can roll those funds over into their business tax deferred and penalty free and use those funds as pure cash to fund the business either outright or in conjunction with a loan of some sort. And what's really unique about this program is it's not a loan from your plan. It's not an early withdrawal. It's you reinvesting your funds out of the S&P 500 and into your own business and using more valuable cash than rather than touching your cash on hand that you've already paid Uncle Sam 30, 40% in most cases. So you're simply shifting the asset. That's all you're doing. And yep. there's penalties, just to make sure that's clear. Exactly. Yep. Tax deferred and penalty free. And that is probably, our, obviously, our bread and butter here at Benetrends. But the common misconception is, oh, Benetrends, you guys only do ROBS, right? And that's not the case by any means. Our second area of expertise would be small business loans. And one thing about us, we are not the bank by any means. We are not the lender. However, we have, in our 30 years of experience of doing small business loans, we have established relationships internally with lenders, small business lenders, of course, that prefer to work through us as the liaison from borrower to bank. Our finance department worked as a business development team for the lenders that we work with because in our 30 years of experience, we know exactly what the banks are looking for. We can package the loan up and make it look clean and pristine. And we actually are the only firm in the industry that can also write and customize that individual's SBA business plan, which is 30 to 40 pages in most cases. So 
something that really sets us apart from other folks out there and really up there with our expertise next to Rob. But that's not it either. (laughs) So aside from small business lending, about a year and a half ago, maybe two years ago, we implemented our equipment leasing and fleet program. And emerging brands are on the rise. And especially nowadays, a lot of things are turning mobile. Of course, brick and mortar is always going to be there, but there's a lot of mobile concepts, if you can think of it. Mobile dog grooming, home services, fitness, everything. Things are on wheels. A lot of businesses function off of wheels. So this equipment leasing and fleet program is financing for, we joke, anything with at least three wheels. So trucks, trailers, vans, ancillary equipment. It's financing for the wrap around the vehicle, tax tags, insurance, the equipment inside of it. Usually we can bake in some working capital in that loan as well. But it's a non-SBA related equipment leasing program, which means a couple of things. It's a little bit faster and tends to have a lower interest rate. So that's a unique option that we introduced a couple years back. <clears throat> and then last but not least within our portfolio, we have what's called, we introduced last May, our Quick Start Loan. And this is another non-SBA related loan program. And it's pretty much an unsecured term loan. And unsecured means no cash down, no collateral. So maybe those folks who don't have 20% in cash to put down on an SBA loan, I sure don't, these folks can get 100% financing with this quick start loan. And that is 50 to 250,000. So SBA can go up to 5 million. This one's a little bit more niche. But again, if someone's in a, a time crunch or maybe they don't have the cash to be approved for SBA, they could still pursue this unsecured loan. So we really like to think we have something for everyone. Okay, so I want to ask you a couple of questions real quick. Please, yeah. Regarding the working, regarding any of the loans, you mentioned working capital. How much, what's the safety? Some franchisors require X amount of months yep. of working capital. What do you see as the norm that people pull it, put finance for work to make sure they have working capital? Because the number, one of the top reasons why any franchise or any business for that matter is fails is because they don't have enough working capital yep. to get them through the process of going. Absolutely. Absolutely. Again, hate saying it depends. Obviously it does between business and things like that. I would say the best way to calculate that if I were a new franchisee, once you start getting some numbers from the franchisor and you can see what your monthly living expenses for the business are, me, I would be more conservative and maybe have five to six months, but I would say three to six months of your business living expenses set aside, but really anything extra help um, if you don't have the means for that. But I would say probably three to six months just to put yourself, feel reassured by that. Okay. How does this factor into your decision or your trends decision? Somebody looking at this as a part-time person versus a full-time person, meaning they're going to keep, maybe they're, maybe they'll keep their executive position with their company or whoever, they, or wherever they are. And they want to bring somebody in to manage the business from the start. Does that influence how you approach this? It totally can. So if someone has, they're bringing in a heavy amount of income and they apply for the loan and they quit their job, they're approved and everything. 
they still have the loan, but they don't have that supplemental income coming in to keep them afloat. So they better hope that they have some cash reserves left over. We're going to make sure that they have probably six to eight months okay. of cash reserves left over if they don't have that income coming in. Because one thing that's often overlooked, especially with SBA loans, is the income, the future income from the franchise is not factored in to your pre-approval. They do not count that because it's hypothetical, right? We don't know if that's going to succeed. Someone coming in part-time and keeping their employment and income, that could lower the amount of cash reserves they may need. And some of the franchises out there, especially in the small business world, they will shy away from lending you if you want to be all passive, full absentee model. They might not lend to you. Lots of different spider webs of directions we can go in, but it certainly affects approval odds for sure. Yeah, and that's a question I'm always asking the franchise, the, the candidate is, what do you, what role do you see yourself in? Do you see yourself in fully passive or that's really different. There's no such thing as fully passive. Exactly. It's a business. Yeah. You got to be involved in the business for it to be successful. I don't care what business it is. Really, I guess the semi-passive person can dedicate X amount of hours a week. That person, is there an additional safety net you put in there when, when in, in a scenario like that? Or is it you say, okay, this is what life could happen. You better make sure you've got X amount of dollars. Yep. Yep. It all comes down to the numbers. Okay. Our underwriting team, this is really geared towards SBA specifically, but our underwriting team does a really good job with their research especially when they are doing that business plan, we can come up with exactly how much they're going to need if they are leaving their job. But maybe the wife is quitting and the husband's still working. That could, that could certainly work as well. So it all comes down to the numbers. And let's talk about, that'll be the last question I'm going to ask you about regarding the options. Is the writing of the business plan, that's a nice service to provide. So that's, that can be intimidating to people and you all help them with it. What is that even, what is that process at 30,000 foot level? Sure. Yeah. So our business plan team, one thing that's really cool, our finance department has been doing them for 30 years mm -hmm. and not one has ever been denied by a bank. That's amazing. Yeah. So we know, and they have to be written within SBA guidelines. If I was a new franchisee, that sounds like a foreign language to me, right? It takes us about three weeks to draft those up, even though we know exactly what they want. I cannot imagine how long that would take if someone's still keeping their full-time job. They're talking with the franchisor. They're talking with their attorney. They're talking to me. And they have to write a full pro forma cash flow statement balance sheets. That would just scare me, to be honest. We takes us about three weeks. We have a full in-house underwriting copywriting team and we know exactly what the banks are looking for. So totally could be intimidating for someone who isn't familiar with that. But if they like doing things like that, fair game. We don't have to do it for you. Okay. I, I lied. I got one more question. At yes. what, point in this, what point in the process do you like to see a candidate come into exploring funding from looking at me as the franchise consultant? What, when do you want me to send somebody to you? What's the ideal time? Is uh, there? Yeah, honestly, I would say after your first or second conversation, and I say that because it's never too early to start talking financing, especially these people are spending time speaking with you, speaking with the franchises. You don't want to get them too invested just to find out they can't afford it. 
that could be embarrassing on both parties, mine, yours, and the candidate. So I'd say after the first or second conversation, because I do such a casual educational consultative approach, the earlier, the better. We don't want them signing a franchise agreement and then saying, hey, can I fund this? Then we're in a pickle. Earlier, the better, always. I love it. All right. Last question is the question of where, what guidance do you provide to somebody considering the franchise and then tying that into the finance? Yeah. Yeah. And this kind of does go hand in hand. I, my best point of advice is keep an open mind when it comes to the industries you're exploring, when it comes to the financing options you think you want. It's so often folks get paired up with the franchise consultant and they want to do HVAC, but then they land with the Lash Lounge, right? It's crazy. You never know what you will align with, what meets your personal needs, your culture, your goal. So keep an open mind as far as the industries you're discovering and keep an open mind as far as the financing options that are out there. A lot of the times folks come to me and say, yeah, SBA, which is fine. Come to find out they're sitting on retirement funds that they're just forgetting about and they can fund that entire business debt and interest free. So a lot of the times we do a whole 180 with those conversations, both on the franchise side and the funding side. So open mind always. I love it. All right. I want to thank you, Sarah. This has been very insightful. I'm sure people are going to have questions. Well, when they come to me, I'm going to get them to you in that first or second call. I uh, <laughs> appreciate it. And thank you for your time. I appreciate it. This is awesome. Great. Thank you so much for having me. Super excited and always honored. Always a pleasure. And that is a wrap with Sarah. Now you know you've got some options to make the investment in a franchise business a reality. It's no longer wondering now you know it may very well be possible for you to do this so as i promised i've got a concept that may be of interest to you and it's certainly of interest to me because i see the need of it because my parents are in their 80s and what i'm talking about is in-home non-medical care also this company provides medical and non-medical for staffing services, they also do assisted living placement consulting services. And this is senior care. And the need is absolutely massive. For every 50,000 people in the United States, about 11% are in need of some type of, of senior care, which is, that's, that's significant. That's huge. Now, the average unit volume, let me talk about the investment first. The investment to get in is 115, 115,000 to 270,000. Can slide. And the average unit volume first year is about $1.1 million. Years three through nine, their average unit volume is hitting $6.4 million. Uh, the need is there. The demand is there. And if you'd like to learn more about this concept, reach out to me. Go to yourfirstfranchise.com and hit the contact us button. Yourfirstfranchise.com and hit the contact us button. And I'll be in touch right away. Take care. No, you know the drill, by the way. <laughs> How could I forget that? Be intentional and make today a great day. Bye-bye.